Okay, so today I want to speak to you about freedom and the freedom that we have in Christ, um, freedom that we will experience more and more as we look away from the law um, unto the Lord, <laughs> who is the Spirit. Okay, let's start in 2 Corinthians 3. It says, uh, verse 15, Yes, down to this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies upon their minds and hearts. But whenever a person turns in repentance to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, emancipation from bondage, freedom. And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into his very own image, in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Okay, so um, our freedom lies in looking to Jesus, in beholding the glory of the Lord. That is where we find life. That is where we find freedom. And as we behold Him, we are transformed into His glory, which means that we'll start to look like it. <laughs> we will reflect His glory. So let's go to Psalms 24. Let me just find it here. Uh, it says here, uh, verse 7, it says, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you age-abiding doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Yes, lift them up, you age-abiding doors that the King of glory may come in. Who is he then, this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. So, I mean, he's the King of glory. And we can behold his glory in the word. And also in relationship, he can show himself to you. And as you behold him, uh, you start to to manifest, experience the manifestation of God's glory on your life. Okay, so, I mean, I wanted to share that with you, is that um, no matter what your circumstance is right now, or anything you experience in your life, your circumstances, or anything, you can rule and reign over that by fellowshipping with Jesus, walking in relationship with Him, and you will start to walk in authority over anything that tries uh, to bring opposition. Let's look at Psalms 27, verse 4. So as, oh, let's start with, with verse 1. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear or dread? The Lord is the refuge and stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. 
Though a host encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, even then in this will I be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek, inquire for, and insistently require, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in His presence all the days of my life, to behold and gaze upon the beauty, the sweet attractiveness, and delightful loveliness of the Lord, and to meditate, consider, and inquire in His temple. For in the day of trouble he will hide me in his shelter. In the secret place of his tent will he hide me. He will set me high upon a rock. Wow. So David, I think it's, yeah, it's David, is in a situation where a host encamps against him. But he says, my heart shall not fear. You know, um, Psalms 23 says, Even though I walk through the valley of shadow and death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. So that's verse 4. Um, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely or only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and through the length of my days the house of the Lord and His presence shall be my dwelling place. Okay, so uh, we can abide in His presence by seeking His face, by abiding in the Word. Let's see Psalms 91. This is an awesome psalm of protection. It says here, uh, let's start verse 9. It says, Because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place, there shall no evil befall you, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways. They shall bear you up on their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and serpent shall you trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he knows and understands my name has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. Verse 15, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Okay, so uh, because God is with us, we are safe. But we, we need to search Him out, search out His presence, have a, you know, pray for a hunger and a thirst. Hear the message, hear the gospel, spend, spend time alone with Him, hear what He has to say. I want to share another word is in Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you? 
Have not I commanded you? Be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Sure. Okay, so God is with you. Therefore, you are safe. You are protected. So, uh, let's go to Psalms 1. And this is, this is what is so amazing. is We can abide in the Word of God. And as we do that, we will experience life and we will see Jesus. Let's see Psalms 1 verse 2. It says, uh, but his delight and desire are in the law of the Lord, or in our context, the word of the Lord. And on his law, the precepts and instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, ponders and study by day and by night. And he shall be like a tree, firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in season. Its leaf also shall not fade and or wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Okay, so he shall be like a tree planted by, the, by streams of water. Okay, and its leaf shall not fade or wither. Everything he does shall prosper. How? As, as we abide in the word. Let's see John 6 verse 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatever. There is no profit in it. The words, truths that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. Okay. So the words that Jesus speaks are spirit and they are life. Last verse. Let's go to Psalms 119. Okay. Verse 165. Okay. Again, uh, we're in the New Testament. So um, we now have the law of the spirit of life, which is, um, which is the love of God, which is the Holy Spirit indwelling us and the word of God. Okay. So let's see here. Um, great peace have they who love your word. Or your, it says you're your law, but your word. Nothing shall offend them or make them stumble. Wow. So as you abide in the word, you have life. Okay, let's see John 15. This is really the last verse. Verse 5, it says... I am the vine, and you are the branches. Whoever lives in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, abundant fruit. However, apart from me, you can do nothing. If a person does not dwell in me, he is thrown out like a branch, broken off branch, and withers. Um, such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you live in me, Abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts. Ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. When you bear much fruit, my, other, my Father is honored and glorified, 
and you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Okay, so um, it's by abiding in his word that we, we experience life and that we bear much fruit. What an awesome word. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this message. I just want to pray over you. Uh, Father, I pray right now, God, let your spirit touch every person listening right now. Father, I speak peace over the listener. Um, Father, I thank you, God, that your love will come and overwhelm them, Father. I pray for a desire for your word, a hunger, a, a receptiveness, receptivity to your word. Open their hearts to hear, God. And I thank you, Jesus, for your love. And I also want to give you the opportunity, if you've never received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, I want to pray with you. Just pray this with me. It's very simple. Um, Jesus paid the price for you so that you can have a life and be totally forgiven. Just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive all of my sins. Wash me clean in your blood. Come and live inside of me. Come and make me born again. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for filling whoever is listening to this right now in Jesus' name. Baptized in your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen.